0: everybody. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here today. I have the privilege of having the amazing Steve Chapman with us. He is Natera's Chief Executive Officer and serves on the company's board of directors. Mr. Chapman joined Natara in 2010 as the Vice President of Sales, later becoming Chief Commercial Officer and then Chief Operating Officer As COO, he led the company's commercial entry into the highly competitive non-invasive prenatal testing market, in which the company's panorama test became the market leader, despite being fourth to market. Mr. Chapman was appointed CEO in January of 2019 and has been instrumental in extending Natera's core technology to address new organ health and oncology markets, achieving rapid commercial growth for the Prospera Transplant Assessment Test, and establishing Natera's leadership in molecular residual disease testing with another product they have called Signatera. Since he became CEO of Natera, Natera has achieved a year-on-year revenue growth of over 40% and has consistently outperformed earnings expectations. Prior to Natera, Mr. Chapman worked at Genzyme Genetics, where he was credited with delivering record-breaking commercial growth and strategies that change pregnancy genetic testing. He's no stranger to this genetic testing environment. And today I'm I'm privileged to have him here. He actually started his career as a researcher in the Department of Human Genetics at UCLA, designing arrays, identifying SPs associated with multiple sclerosis. Just an incredible individual, a very brilliant mind, and and super excited to to chat with him today. So, Steve, really appreciate you joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks, Saul. Uh, really appreciate you having me. Great to be here.
0: Absolutely, the work you're doing is making a huge difference. Steve, you guys are on the cutting edge of genetic testing and how we're actually using it to make a difference. What inspires your work in this space?
1: Yeah, so I think the diagnostic space and, and genetics, uh, genetic testing in particular is, is a very fast-growing sector of, of the healthcare market. And it's very exciting. There's a lot of change, uh, very fast-paced innovation. Uh, so it's a, it's a very exciting place to be. You know, but I think my inspiration has grown over time to, to really be more about the impact that we're making on patients, and a lot of that has to do with some of my, my personal experiences, you know, as you know, having kids uh, using the Natera products and uh, using genetic testing as, as part of growing my family. Um, it's really shown me you know, how we're personally impacting patients on a day-to-day basis. And you know now I look at as we move into cancer and moving away from prenatal health. Having had friends and family members that have been diagnosed with cancer, and some that are being tracked with our recurrence monitoring product Signaterra, you know, I see the impact that we can make there as well. So it really is truly inspiring to be making an impact on patients and, and their lives uh, in such an exciting field as genetic testing.
0: Yeah, I really agree. The opportunity is huge. What we could do with this testing and and so many different applications. So. Walk us through what you believe, Steve, are the big ways that you guys are adding value to the healthcare ecosystem.
1: Yeah, so we've developed a technology that can look at extremely tiny quantities of DNA, so down to less than a single molecule in a tube of blood. And we've deployed that technology across women's health, oncology, and organ health. So in the women's health space, from a simple tube of blood, as early as nine weeks of pregnancy, we can diagnose genetic conditions in the fetus. And that's very important for women and for the pregnancy and for the family to be able to get that kind of information very early on in the pregnancy and potentially avoid a diagnostic procedure. So this idea that you you can just simply do a blood draw rather than having to go in for an invasive procedure that's constantly, you know, carries some risk is very important. In the oncology space, uh, we developed a test called Signaterra, where we're focused on detecting disease recurrence. And there, we've shown with our tests that we can actually detect the recurrence of disease up to two years in advance of imaging. And so being able to detect cancer recurrence early can have a very significant impact on patients' lives and overall, I think, is going to change in many ways, change the way oncology medicines practice today as, as the technology evolves further. And then in organ health, again, you know, we're non-invasively detecting organ rejection. So, you know, unfortunately today, about 30% of patients that get a kidney transplant will lose their kidney within five years, and about 50% of patients will lose their kidney within 10 years. So with our technology, we're detecting organ rejection early so the patient and physician can alter the treatment course and potentially save the kidney. So across each area, women's health, oncology... In organ health, we're making a very significant impact and really changing the way medicine is practiced.
0: Yeah, it's these uh, really two things that stand out, Steve, out of what you just shared. Is number one, it's non-invasive, and number two, it the leading indicators. And you know, we've been practicing reactive medicine for so long. Having tools like these that are hyper-tuned into certain indications can really help us get the results we're looking for, and then and the non-invasive nature. Is also something, especially in the in the women's health space, something that could go a long way. Talk to us about what you believe makes Natera different and better than what's available today.
1: Yeah, so I appreciate you bringing up this idea of invasive versus non-invasive because I think that that is one of the, the broader trends, you know, particularly in women's health. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you look at maybe getting a blood draw, you know, rather than going in for an amniocentesis or, or CVS, you know, historically every woman that was over the age of 35 would get an AMEO or CVS procedure automatically. And there was no sort of discrimination around whether you were high risk or not other than your age. And and so now with these non-invasive tests, not only do you not need to necessarily get the invasive procedure, but we also make sure that only the right people are going in for that procedure. And so we significantly have reduced the number of unnecessary procedures. Now, when you look at what makes our technology different. I think the best area for me to highlight that is probably in, in the field of colorectal cancer on our product, um, signaterra So in colorectal cancer today, unfortunately, about 25% of patients experience recurrence. So they're diagnosed, they get treated, and they go into remission. And then Unfortunately, later they recur and many of those patients have poor outcomes after they've recurred because it's detected too late. So with our technology, we take a small piece of the tumor and we create an individual test that's based on your tumor signature that's just for you. So there's no other test out there that's like your test. And we use that to detect very tiny fragments of the tumor in your blood. Now, the result of that is that we can detect cancer recurrence in colorectal cancer 93% of the time up to eight months earlier than what you would on imaging. And so being able to detect very high portion of the cancer recurrence much earlier than imaging has a very significant impact. In colorectal specifically, if you can detect the cancer sooner you have a chance to operate and remove the cancer recurrence, remove the metastases before it spreads all over the body. And that can potentially save patients' lives. So the ability to detect cancer recurrence early and the ability to allow the physician to take an intervention uh, that can potentially save the patient's lives are very significant differentiators compared to how cancer recurrence is, is monitored for today, which is generally with imaging. Or with generic biomarkers like ceA, which have a low sensitivity and specificity yeah so it's it's really exciting it's making an impact on patients, um, but it's also highly differentiated from the traditional standard of care and traditional biomarkers that are out there
0: yeah, some great distinctions there, Steve, appreciate that, and you know I think about the market as as it sits today, you know we touched on this the for a long time it's been reactive it's been fee for service it's been you know really sick care and one of the challenges that diagnostics has had especially stuff like this is that it's like okay well how does this fit into my fee for service everybody wants to do good i mean i'm not i'm not saying and, and everybody listening to this knows right we want to do good but ultimately things align to the financial structures the, the reimbursements how much of your success do you think has to do with this corner that we're turning where where more people are wanting to do value based care
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely very important. And I think when we can do things like reduce unnecessary procedures, like, for example, I mentioned um, in the women's health business, when we tell you you're positive with our test panorama, there's a 95% chance that the fetus is affected if we're talking about particular conditions like Down syndrome, for example. So when we tell you you're positive, you really need to get that invasive procedure and get the confirmatory testing. Mm -hmm. With the old biomarkers, if they told you you were positive, there was only a one in 20 chance that you actually were positive. So that means 19 out of 20 women that went into the hospital had an invasive procedure that's very costly, they actually didn't need it. And so when you look at the health economic impact and and you look at, you know, truly giving the right procedures to the right patients, I think what we're doing can have a very very significant impact. Um, I think the other area where we're we're certainly going to see an impact from a health economic standpoint is on oncology administration of immunotherapy. So we published a, a study in 2020 with uh, Princess Margaret Cancer Center and Merck looking at the use of the drug Keytruda. And w- one of the challenges I think with immunotherapies today is that it's difficult to, you know, you know many patients are, are over-treated because the physicians don't have good tools yet to know whether the drug is, is, in fact, working or not. And so in many cases, they just continue treating, you know, rather than maybe switching to another drug or another course of treatment. And, you know, what we've shown with our technology is that we can very quickly identify the patients that are not responding to immunotherapy. And that's really important because identifying the patients that aren't responding allows the physician to switch them faster to another course of treatment. So I think that, you know, in an area like oncology, There's also going to be very significant health economic impacts, but it really is more about, um, I think, getting the right treatment to the right patient. And, you know, we like to think about it more, not just how we can save money for the healthcare system, but how we can improve the quality of care for patients and, and physicians.
0: Well said, Steve. Thank you for that. And so what would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced and a key learning that came out of that?
1: Yeah, so uh, I think one of the biggest setbacks that everybody had was, you know, in in that sort of March 2020 timeframe when when COVID hit, you know, there was, I think, a lot of uncertainty around how we were going to be able to continue to manage the business and access physician offices and and patients. I think what came out of that for us was really this ability to shift quickly to both remote working for employees, but then also remote access to our tests through things like mobile phlebotomy. So in 2019, for example, we did about 10,000 mobile phlebotomy draws. Now we do about 50,000 a year or more. So we see this very dramatic shift in the business to people accessing, testing in a mobile capacity, you know, to either get their blood drawn or to interact with a medical professional or a genetic counselor. So we took, I think what was a challenging time and, and we tried to evolve our business, not only to serve customers during COVID, but, you know, to also look at, at how... Healthcare and technology will intersect long-term to improve the customer and patient experience.
0: Yeah, that's great, Stephen. And you do a phenomenal job of evolving. I mean, your company has just grown by leaps and bounds, and the value you're adding is, is just phenomenal. So as you think about you know, the future, and maybe it could be near or long-term future, You know, let's do some horizon viewing here. What are you most excited about?
1: Yeah, so when I look across each of our business units, uh, we have an enormous opportunity ahead of us. So in women's health today, the vast majority of pregnancies are still not screened with these advanced tests, non-invasive prenatal testing like our panorama test. So the overall market is only about 30% penetrated. So there's a long way to go before we're testing you know, all of the 4 million plus pregnancies in the United States. So, we have a lot of room to run there, a very big upside opportunity. And then, when I look at cancer and organ health together, we're just scratching the surface there of what's going to be a very large market opportunity. The total available market together for all of our business units is around $50 billion. And we're just at the very early stages of penetration. So, for example, in oncology, our Signaterra product has now been approved by Medicare for colorectal cancer. And we estimate that. the approval would would cover about 1 million blood draws per year. Now, that's one of the largest specialty diagnostics ever approved, and that's only in colorectal cancer. So now as we expand to bladder cancer, lung cancer, breast, ovarian cancer, you know, we're talking about tens of millions of potential blood draws that could be happening, you know, on a a yearly basis. And that's really exciting to think about the growth that's going to come out of that as, as we access... And start to fully penetrate these markets, you know, not just from the business standpoint, which is obviously exciting, but of course, you know, thinking about the patients that we're going to help and, and I think the ability to change, you know, the way medicines practice.
0: For sure. Yeah, that's super exciting. Congratulations on that, by the way. Well, the future is bright. And really, the way that we, that we approach, you know, our patients, the way that we approach our employee health, these types of tests are, are super important. Or if you're a payer right? Managing many, many lives, thinking about the bigger picture of people's health and helping stay proactive is truly the future and should be the present. And I think Natara's is doing a huge job of great job of doing that. And so Steve, I just want to recognize you and, and your team over there for the amazing work that you guys are doing. What kind of closing thoughts would you leave us with? And what's the best place for people to learn more about you and the business?
1: Yeah, well, you know, again, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you spending time. You know, any, anyone can go to our website or Google, you know, Natura. We've got a lot of content up there about the company, about the different tests and, and products that we offer. You know, we're now serving uh, about 25% of all pregnancies in the United States. And we have a very big opportunity ahead of us in, in both oncology and organ health. This very exciting. So I think the you know, Genetic testing and you know diagnostic testing in general are going to continue to play a, a much larger role in, in healthcare as, as we move forward. And I think Guterra is in a great position to continue our market leadership there. So we're excited about the outlook for the company.
0: Well, Steve, certainly excited about what you guys are doing as well. And I would highly welcome an update call, you know, maybe in six months to a year. I know you guys are moving fast over there to hear what updates you guys have and what difference you're making.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Uh, We'd love to
0: do that. Awesome, Steve. Hey, thanks for jumping on and looking forward to staying in touch. Great.
1: Thank you, Saul.